Murder on the beat. into it i am laurie fitzpatrick and you are now listening to ponytails talking pigskins Woo! nfl season baby um unfortunately we have to start off with a loss uh for the uh, jacksonville jaguars um it was pretty disappointing to say the least uh the final was 40 to 26 uh we're gonna um run down the post game uh show which is basically just going over a couple of the uh actions that happened in the game a lot of key points and then we'll dive into uh talking a little bit deeper into uh the game and situational play calls uh and basically how some players acted during this game um so first um <sighs> the chiefs came out um and uh, I would say it was like what the the fourth play of the game. Um, Patrick Mahomes uh, threw a uh, threw a ball to Sammy Watkins, um, and he there was a missed tackle. I think it was either Jacobs um, or Harrison. I think it was Jacobs um, missed the tackle, and then he got a sixty eight yard uh, run for a touchdown. Um, Mahomes did pretty good this game, uh, three, 13, uh, total yards, uh, two touchdowns. That's just in the first half. He had a rating of 152. It was, uh, pretty, pretty amazing to say the least. Um, he, he actually had like a fractured ankle as well. Um, right, right after that, uh, you know, Nick Foles, uh, initially they did, the Jaguars started the offense. They started out, uh, three and out. Um, so, you know, that was a little disappointing, but it was good because they just, you know, they were just pretty much getting used to, to play in the game again. Um, Nick Foles ended up throwing a bomb to, uh, DJ Chark. Um, and, uh, as he, as he was throwing, uh, D lineman came and pretty much put all of his weight on him, uh, and, uh, broke his collarbone, uh, immediately. As soon as the, as soon as the, um, the play happened, he basically went right into the X-ray room. And, um, and yeah, broken collarbone, he probably won't be back until week eight. Uh, that's pretty, it's really unfortunate, um, especially because, uh, we, we, <laughs> the Jaguar fans have gone through so much, um, and I'm definitely included in this, uh, in that group, because, you know, as <laughs> they get an amazing player like Justin Blackman, and then what happens? You know, he's gone. Um, what happened, uh, two seasons ago, uh, well, like, Cam Robinson, or last season, Cam Robinson got hurt. Um, the, the year before that, they, uh, who was, I don't remember, the, the guy that was, uh, drafted, and then he, he tore his ACL the very first practice. I don't even remember who that was. Like, it was, it's just been crazy. Um, you know, they, they seem to always go through the, the toughest times. Um, and, you know, now, week one, uh, drive number two, number one, you know, the, the first touchdown, and, you know, Nick Foles is done. Um, so, 
But Minshew stepped in, and I think he did a great job. And I hope that he shut a lot of the haters up uh, because during preseason, a lot of people were saying that it's not going to be good uh, that Minshew is back there backing up Nick Foles. Um, But honestly, he did a great job. He stepped up, uh, you know, midway through the game. uh, He was, I think it was 11 for 11 or 12 for 12 in passing. It was great. He did he did a really good job. Um so okay, yeah, right after the Foles uh touchdown, um it was a 36-yard pass. I say bomb cuz it felt like a bomb. He threw it like a rainbow and it went right ugh, and DJ Chark did a great job of battling off the defender and putting his body in the right position to make that catch. Um it was it was great. It was it was awesome. It was good thing to see um out of this Jaguars offense when you know, usually everyone's seeing the defense. So uh, it's just shame Nick Foles ended up getting hurt on that play. But so uh, right after that, um, uh, the very next drive, uh, Tariq Hill, um, he suffered a shoulder injury as he was brought to the ground by Jalen Ramsey. Um, you know, and he's out for the game. And, and then now he's expected to be gone for a couple weeks too. Uh, so... You know, Andy Reid said that he was not happy, and he thought that uh, Jalen Ramsey's tackle wasn't the cleanest. That was what he said. Well, mm, was it the cleanest hit when uh, Nick Foles went down, who was your old quarterback? You know, but it, it, nobody mentioned that. So, and and the refs couldn't even comment on why, uh, you know, why there was a no call there. He should have gotten a call at least, unnecessary roughness on the quarterback. Come on, so. Um, so Hill, Hill's out for the rest of the game. Um, and the, that same drive, uh, the Chiefs are in Jaguars red zone and Miles Jack gets brought down by a wide receiver and he immediately gets up, gets in the guy's face. Uh, he, the guy actually tried to help him up. Um, he starts pushing and shoving. Then apparently he throws a punch and he gets ejected from the game. That's it. Miles Jack is done. Like, like the Jaguars have linebackers. No, they don't. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, the, and the worst part is he immediately tries to retaliate right after he hears that he's ejected. Cause he's like, fuck it. You know, I'm already out of the game and he refuses to get off the field. Now I would say that was the most immature act ever. Like as, as a linebacker that just got signed, like, he just got a new deal, and he immediately, the very first game, gets ejected. Come on, Miles Jack, you have to do better than that, man. The only good thing about happening, the only good thing, the only good outcome from that was um, the defense got fired up. Um, they were hitting Mahomes more and more. You know, unfortunately, Mahomes did get uh, did get hurt, and he had to get his uh, ankle taped up so bad. Um, he was, he was limping. He couldn't step into his throws. So there was a lot of incomplete passes. Um, the Jaguars were in the game. It was 23 to 13 into the third quarter. More penalties started to happen. Um, Minshew, he did a great job moving the ball up the field, uh, keeping the chains moving. But, you know, the, the Chiefs started giving it to McCoy more. Um, he started, uh, you know, he, he was, he was doing a great job with getting first downs, um, he, uh, he was staying low. He ended up getting a, uh, a touchdown as well. Um, and, uh, in the end, um, uh, 
Uh, Minshew threw for two seventy-five. Uh, he was twenty-two for twenty-five uh, with two touchdowns and one interception. Um, unfortunately, uh, with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, CBS decided that they were going to have a power outage, so um, so they cut off the game. Uh, we nobody could actually watch the game at all on any on any no anywhere. I looked all over the internet and the. They switched it to the Browns game. Browns and Texans, uh, Browns and Titans. The worst insult as a Jacksonville Jaguar fans is to get your game cut off. I understand that they're losing, but like you want to see what Minshew does. Like he was moving the ball up the field. He was getting touchdowns. Like it was it was a two score game. You know, it's, it was it's disrespectful. Come on, CBS, you got to do better than that. So. So the game was cut off. Um, luckily, there was a lot of uh, uh, media covering the game, so I was getting uh, Twitter uh, updates by text. Uh, so that was good. Um, apparently, uh, Leonard Fournette uh, gave up was the reason for the interception on Minshew uh, because apparently he like he he bobbled the throw, um, and then it was basically just picked off. So um, you know, I really want to jump on the Minshew train. Uh, they're calling it Minshew Media or Minchu mania, which is great. You know, I don't mind that at all. Um, I think that we, as as fans of the team, um, you guys definitely need to get behind this guy. You know, he doesn't he doesn't want to be into in a situation like this. You know, he wants to earn his spot, not just get there from you know an injury. Nick Foles is the obvious better quarterback, but why not get behind a guy that can sling the ball? Yeah, he can't move very well, you know. But it's not like Nick Foles is a is a uh, you know ballet dancer. He's you know in Philadelphia they called him the um, you know baby giraffe. Look like he he just learning how to walk when he's back there in the pocket, you know. So Minshew just I'd say just give the guy some time um, just to get it more comfortable. And, you know, he was the one taking majority of the snaps in the preseason anyway. So, you know, I, I don't mind this. It's 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 what happens in the game of football. Guys get hurt. Um, you know, but but I think that Minshew, is, he'll be fine. I'm more worried about this defense. Uh, Todd Walsh is not, like, calling the game very well at all. Um, you know, they're in zone a lot of the time, and you're getting – and you can't – the guys are refusing to tackle. It's like, I'm not understanding. The discipline is really, I think, the main issue here. And I tweeted this during the game. I am done with Doug Marone. Like, if if you have a guy that is at every single practice and he is a leader on and off the field, and I'm talking, I'm referring to Miles Jack, and he gets his contract and then gets ejected week one, why would a guy with such a great, you know, rapport with everybody just think that, you know, at a, he he can just act like this? Like, no, I I, I just I, I'm I think that Doug is the I think he needs to stop being so passive. I understand when you have to defend your players, you get behind your players' backs no matter what. But don't say the only thing you're gonna say is, hey, um. You know, during the press conference, he said, uh, oh, well, I don't know why the other guy didn't get the call as well, and it was just Miles Jack. Yeah, I agree, but hold your players accountable. Like, the immaturity on Miles Jack is so sad, and 
Doug is just going to, the only thing he's going to say is, oh, the other team should have got a call too. Like, you should say, you know, let, let, let these guys know, like, you're not going to tolerate such immature behavior. It's ridiculous. Like, I, I understand. Did he do that because he thought that the game was going to be over anyway? Like, come on. That's that's what you don't want to see week one out of, out of this team when last year they have they – have, they did terrible last year. They have, a lot, they have a lot to prove. This defense has a lot to prove to everybody. And, and you go out and, and you get ejected? Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to week two. Um – I, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a much better uh, game. You know, they're they're in uh, Texas uh, playing the Texans. They're they're in Houston. The game is at one o'clock. Um, I'm, you know, I'm really excited to see uh, what uh, what basically um, the uh, DeFilippo. I'm I'm really excited to see what he has in store uh, for the the Texans defense. I, I'm hoping that the offensive line does just as good of a job as what they did uh, this week because I feel that they did great. They, you know, uh, if if Minshew is complete, if he went 12 for 12 at one point of the game, you know, there's no offensive line problem. You know, it's it's about the wide receivers catching the ball. It's about um, the quarterback reading and going through his reads and throwing it to the guy that is open. So, um, and obviously Leonard Fournette, uh, which I feel he, he had an okay game. He didn't break one out, which is fine. Um, you know, he didn't really get that many reps in preseason. I think he'll be okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it looks like, um, you know, Leonard Fournette is, is on, on the, the path to, uh, to possibly making a, I don't want to say, you know, making the pro Bowl. It's a little too soon to say that, but I think he's, I think he's going to do well. Uh, just as long as he, uh, just as long as he doesn't get overworked, I think he'll be fine. Armstead, when he comes in, it sh- you know he should take off some of the load so he doesn't strain or uh, you know tear that hamstring because uh, we all know that that's definitely an issue that uh, you know that he's had since college. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to week two. Um, it's a one o'clock game um, on Sunday, like I said, uh, in Houston. So uh, we'll be looking forward to that. Um, get on Twitter, guys. Follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm posting videos uh, during the games. Um, and then every Tuesday, I will have breakdowns uh, as well. I'm going to try to put them on YouTube um, and kind of have kind of a show about it. Uh, try to, you know, break down uh, these these games. This coaches film live because that would be great um, to really, once the once these all 22s come out, that's when you can really uh, break down the game and, and see, you know, who's doing what. So, so yeah, I'm excited. Um, honestly, overall, I'm disappointed in the defense. Um, I'm not ecstatic about the offense, but I think, you know, I think it was a great uh, showing that they had. I think the running game was fine. Um, it's more about the defense staying under composure. Uh, what's going to happen at the linebacker position? Um, is Quincy Williams okay? You know, we really we don't know any of this stuff, so we're going to find out as the week uh, continues and as the news develops. Um, I'll be, you know, reporting on it uh, as quickly as possible. Um, like I said, follow me on Twitter. It's at Laurie Fitzpatrick. Um, and uh, whew, looking forward to next week, guys. All right, thanks for listening.